there is a will, there is borak policy. Assalamualaikum, minhao, banakam, and greetings to all of our listeners. Welcome back to our podcast channel. I am Dura and I am Nabila. We are back with the new episode of Borak Policy. Hey Nabila, how are you today? I'm fine, but I'm a bit scared of the latest case of COVID-19. Why? I thought the cases in Malaysia were under control now. Yes, but did you know there is a new variant of COVID-19 called Omicron? that is stronger than the first piece of COVID-19. Wait, Omicron? Where is that from? How did you know about that? Omicron actually came from South Africa. Its infection can spread faster than what we have experienced from the first piece. We have to be extra careful to not get infected with this variant. Oh, really? But why do we have to be extra careful with the virus? Isn't the symptoms differ from the past variant? Yes, Dura. The symptoms of Omicron and the past variant were unlike others because there was a case where they are detected in the Omicron case but don't show any symptoms toward the infection of the variant. Just we all know, past variant includes Delta, we can easily detect the symptoms such as flu, sore throat, high fever and cough. But for the Omicron, in some cases, they will not show any symptoms at all. Oh, I have looked in the website called COVID Now, which always updates about the statistics of COVID-19 cases in Malaysia. I always wonder why nowadays the cases are occasionally increasing. Excuse me, COVID Now? What is that? So, what is COVID Now? Okay, actually, COVID Now is a website that shows full statistics regarding the cases of COVID-19 in Malaysia. They update the number of cases every day and their information is valid and directly from the Ministry of Health, MOH. Yes, Nabila. And I am actually the one who has interviewed one of the developer of COVID Now, Mr. Sheng Han Lim, as an expertise in data scientist in COVID Now team. Mr. Sheng Han, who is easy to be addressed during the interview, currently working as a full-time machine learning engineer at Intel Malaysia. However, during the situation where COVID-19 hit in Malaysia, he seized the opportunity from MOH to collaborate in making a portal for daily data and insight of COVID-19. Mr. Sheng Han was also involved in the process with the doctors and other analysts within MOH together as a data pipeline in preparing the data in a form of chart graph and other visualization they can consume. Like you mentioned, I'm a, a data scientist and backend developer. So what I do is to uh, basically build the entire backend, the data pipelines and how to prepare the data into a, uh, the form where the, the charts and the graphs in the front end they can they can consume, and I was also involved in uh, presenting and visualizing the data to, in the decision making process on how to present the data on COVID now, 
and also the the vaccination modeling you know how to project how many days do we have left uh, to achieve certain targets of vaccination of let's say you know 80 percent of adults vaccinated how many days do we have left so the modeling of that was also uh, done by us so for the first question is about the components of data storytelling he has shared three essential components such as data clear narrative and data visualization um in data storytelling i guess uh number one would be the data that of course you need to have data on hand uh, that is uh, of high quality and after you have data uh, you want to have a clear narrative. So that is the, the, the key message that you want to get across. So this is one of the most important aspects, uh, the kind of insight that you want to provide your, your audience. And it may be driven by patterns in the data or the trends that you have in the data. So what is the message that you want to bring about uh, with the data that you have and with the, with the patterns that you find in your data? What is the message you want to tell your audience? And then with that message, then you can, number three, the third component is to drive uh, to visualize this data so that you can bring that message across to your audience. So that is uh, data visualization, the third component, how you present your key message and your narrative uh, in the forms of charts, graphs, and even tables. So that I would say will be the three uh, components of data storytelling. Yeah, now I know that without three essential components in data storytelling, the process could not be perfect. Right, Nabila? Yes. That's true, Dura. Oh yes, I remembered that Mr. Sheng Han has highlighted how data storytelling helps to disseminate information to the public. Um, yeah, data storytelling, uh, it, it is essentially a, um, the, the art, an art of communicating uh, with uh, cold hard data that you might already have and trying to package it into a, a format that is friendly and uh, is easy to understand. So uh, typically as data scientists, you want to make your audience uh, or help your audience to help make sense of the data so that they can you know, almost effortlessly try to understand the message that you're trying to get across or you, know, you may have patterns in your data. So, uh, so, so we live in an age of data right now and then there's this very uh, well-known fact that you know, 90%, you may have heard of this, 90% of all data that has ever been created in the history of mankind uh, came about in the past two years. So imagine how to decipher all this information in the form of numbers, text, and images, or even tables, and so much data that we have uh, just in the past two years, and how to turn all this into actions or decisions. So that is where, uh, where you know, data storytelling comes into uh, very importance and, and, and focus. Listeners, as a matter of fact, COVID Now website content was gaining their data from hospital system and testing data from the test lab across the country, since these data were controlled by MOH. Crisis Preparedness and Response Center, CPRC, provide the data from MOH GitHub repository. They also collect from CITF, its COVID-19 immunization task force in terms of vaccination data. Frontliners act as a hero because they also collect data from all over the country while acting as a guardian during the pace. So uh, in, in COVID now, the four of us, we, we built the whole uh, portal, the website. And I can say that, you know, uh, the amount of time we spend, uh, the, the, 
the the most time that we spend actually amongst all the other things that we do is actually to decide on how to present the data and actually building out uh, how to um, present the data that is in a way that is the most easy to understand, that is most easy to uh, that does not cause for misinterpretations. So that's the, the most of the time that we spend actually uh, than actually building the visualizations out. Listeners, as we all know, COVID now has helped the public a lot by informing about current pandemic in Malaysia. The platform is able to convey a solid narrative without missing any interpretation and wrong conclusion of the data. The access of the portal allows users to make decisions individually to choose which community to be part of and what kind of SOP they can follow. I hope you know we'll be empowered to to enforce the SOP uh, even better in you know when situations get uh, a bit unfavorable you know when when the the conditions of the pandemic gets a bit uh, worse. So definitely uh, I see a correlation on good data storytelling especially in the context of uh, COVID-19 information uh, dissemination to the public uh, with the compliance of SOP uh, of individuals and Malaysians as a whole. I cannot agree more on what Mr. Sheng Han Lim has stated. During the interview session, I really do get a lot of exposure about COVID Now website. It was a pleasure to have someone who developed a website formulation, Mr. Sheng Han Lim, as one of the guests for our topic in Borak Policy. Exactly, Nabila. Me too. I feel delighted. So, to our listeners, our podcast has ended and much has been revealed for this episode. We're hoping that this episode will provide loads of new information to all of our faithful listeners. Terima kasih, CSN, Nantri, and thank you for tuning in. Do visit our official Instagram account at EmissionCMP for any updates on Borak Policy information, okay? See you guys on the next episode. Stay safe and take care everyone. Bye! Bye.